are listening to the Co-Production Podcast brought to you by Cineropa and Eurimage. I am Domenico, and in today's episode, we are discussing the co-production of Bosnian Pot, formerly known as Vampires of Miyaka, a feature film written and directed by Pavo Marinkovic. And to speak about this collaboration between Croatia and Austria, I have the pleasure to welcome the two co-producers of the film today, who are about to introduce themselves, starting with you, Stanislav. You are representing the production company Telefilm in Croatia. Well, uh, I am Stanislav Babic, the owner of uh, Telefilm Company. Uh, I worked for 20 years uh, as TV Belgrade and TV Titograd commercial uh, marketing programming in uh, Croatia. Uh, after that, I start dealing in production primarily uh, TV commercials and cooking shows. And in 2001, I founded my uh, own production company, Telefilm, uh, and started producing uh, future-length motion films. Uh, until today, Telefilm has produced eight motion pictures, And now uh, we are also uh, minority co-production with Serbian blockbuster uh, Southwind. Certainly, uh, we are in preparation the first Croatian musical titled Bambina, for which we are still looking the co-producers. Maybe better. <laughs> now, Peter. Tell us about you and your production company, Nanook Film, in Austria. Nanook Film was founded in 1988. And actually the name is uh, comes from a very early childhood memory because Nanook of the North was the first film I ever saw in a theater. Uh, and uh, that was uh, a good reason to name the company this way. So I started out as a cameraman, yeah, And I befriended lots of independent directors who had problems to finance their projects, yeah, because uh, they were art house and uh, they didn't, they were not well received by the big funding bodies. So we started to work together on several projects, and it developed uh, in a certain extent that. Uh, I could uh, provide all the technical help that was needed and uh, we did some 10 to 15 art house movies which didn't reach a wider audience yeah but were very satisfying to make yeah and uh, that was uh, the starting position where we started uh, to cooperate with Pavo on this recent film Okay thank you So Stanislav, can you introduce us to the, the story of the film Bosnian Pot? And please answer in uh, your own language, Croatian. We'll have uh, Ljubo Lazic here uh, present to, to translate it. Ljubo is first assistant director on the project. Tražim, tražim je ovaj, uh, kratki, hrvatski, Faruk is uh, living in Austria, in Graz. Uh, he's a Bosnian uh, refugee who uh, who fled the war in Bosnia and went to Austria. Uh, he's been there for quite a while. He's a writer, uh, and he's become very complacent and uh, unmotivated and non-active in Austria. So he's experiencing a long-term uh, identity and creative crisis. 
Um, there he has a, a girlfriend, um, but things aren't really moving for him. And one day he gets a letter from the Austrian government saying that he needs to uh, renew his residency permit, but um, he's too late in renewing it. And then they have to evaluate whether he's actually uh, you know, an artist anymore uh, since he's been there for a long time and he hasn't really been doing anything artistic. So then Faduk is forced to um, stage a play uh, of a text that he wrote while he was in Bosnia. And uh, he, he enlists the help of a avant-garde um, alternative theater troupe in Graz. And the story centers around um, the staging of this play and Faduk's struggle to uh, regain his artistic uh, inspiration and his uh, identity as a, as a writer. Thank you. So the film is not co-produced with Bosnia, but I, I understand you had access to the Sarajevo uh, Film Fund and also the, the collaboration of the Octavian Theatre. Is that right? Yes, uh, we have uh, very small co-producers from Bosnia. That is Octavian Film. And uh, they participated with uh, only 20,000 uh, uh, euros. So uh, we need him because we have uh, two uh, very big uh, roles uh, from Bosnian actors in film. And it's uh, normal that they are paying during the, uh, through the, this uh, minority co-production. What, what is the budget of the, the complete project? The full pro project budget is uh, about uh, 930,000 uh, euros. Uh, Croatia uh, participated with uh, approximately 500,000. Uh, Euro image, uh, 140,000 140, euros and... Uh, the, the rest is from uh, came from Austria. And you also had the media program, I guess. Of course, media, 30,000. But Peter uh, know uh, better uh, exactly uh, some from uh, media because media and Austrian fund uh, goes to through the, the, the Peter's uh, papers. Yes, Peter, can you tell us um, what sources of financing uh, you accessed in Austria? And most uh, of all, how did you get involved with that project? What was interesting for you in that project? I got introduced to Pavel Marinkovic through a common producer friend of ours here in Vienna. And uh, Pavel uh, was uh, introduced to me because our friend thought that this project would fit my uh, bill somehow and uh, because it would not be uh, big enough for, for a major production company. And uh, we figured out that we could uh, work together very nicely because we like each, like each other. And uh, so we thought of a way to finance it. So uh, we approached, of course, the Austrian Film Institute uh, and there are several phases, yeah, and we started the first phase, which was uh, plot development, yeah, we got some uh, funding for that, yeah, which in, uh, enabled Pavo to write, uh, to further 
develop the script, yeah, and also involve some script doctors to uh, proofread everything and and uh, to discuss it. And then we went to the second phase of uh, plot development. Yeah, that's how it's called. So in in the end, we had uh, one version of the script which was uh, quite usable. Uh, at the same time, we were approaching. We approached uh, me- media, uh, and uh, I'm proud to say, on this call, uh, we were the only Austrian uh, feature film which got awarded uh, the sum of thirty thousand euro. So, with this, we could go into further production uh, development and uh, meet some people, make a small. Uh, teaser, and so on, yeah? And uh, interestingly enough, uh, after we had uh, more or less a, a solid uh, script, uh, the Austrian Film Institute somehow abandoned us, yeah? And it was strange uh, to see because they had been quite helpful and, and very supportive, and all of a sudden, uh, we were sort of... Uh, sent away and uh, that was uh, at the same time uh, the original story uh, could have played in Vienna yeah but uh, the Vienna fund didn't also not show any interest in in uh, our story and uh, uh, Andreas Kindl one of the main actors of the Austrian uh, part and a good friend of Pavel Marinkovic suggested, why don't you go to Styria? Yeah, because he's from Styria. He studied in Graz. He studied acting in Graz. And, uh, so we approached the Styrian, uh, authorities and film offices. And all of a sudden it turns out we were highly welcomed and we could get some funding from there. Yeah. Uh, the Austrian Film Institute was to be forgotten because uh, they sent us away. We got some funding from uh, the Graz Film Commission, which was exceptionally high because usually they don't give that much, but we got 60000 And from CineArt, which is the cultural uh, branch of the uh, Styrian film uh, funding because they have a commercial and a cultural uh, branch. And uh, we got 75000 from them. But from them, but that's about it, yeah. And uh, then we were lucky because uh, uh, the last film, Pavel's last film, Ministry of Love, which was produced by Stanko, uh, was well received worldwide. He got lots of festivals and uh, good reviews and so on. And uh, Stanko was able to get a very substantial amount from the Croatian Film Fund. Yeah, which enabled us to put together this budget, which Stanko had mentioned, of 930,000 altogether, which by Austrian standards is low budget, which by uh, Croatian standards uh, was reasonable. But uh, somehow we managed it. Yeah. 
So Stanislav, I will call you Stanko as well. Everybody calls you Stanko. So, uh, so, so we'll call you Stanko. Um, how was it for you to, to develop this project? I guess you had to develop the project in English then because of the collaboration with Austria and also the submissions uh, of the project uh, to the, the Austrian authorities. Uh, does it mean that the script was also developed in, uh, in English? Yes, yes, of course. The, uh, all uh, projects what we... Uh, um, made uh, we translate on uh, english because we are uh, every time we are uh, trying to find uh, co-production from uh, 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 foreign countries so we have uh, english uh, translating uh, uh, the scenario yes the the film was um, ready for production in uh, in 2021 Uh, I guess you had also to face uh, COVID uh, measures and uh, that also influenced the budget of the film. Uh, was it a, a real challenge to shoot that film during COVID time? It was very complicated to, to uh, finish this project in this time because uh, we have uh, half uh, of team from Croatia and another half uh, from Austria. Uh, actors and uh, uh, co-producers and so in this time when uh, was COVID uh, restriction it's very uh, difficult to travel we have luck that uh, nobody got the COVID so uh, we finished project uh, without COVID uh, problems but the the, the Worst problem was that uh, our main actor, Senat Basic, uh, get ill and finished in hospital on uh, two months. So we must stop the, the, the shooting. The, another problem that is the worst problem in all the, the, the time, that Senat don't speak German. And it's very difficult uh, to make the, the, the main role uh, with uh, actor who don't understand uh, language on uh, which uh, he must play. So the whole time he had a language coach and tried to make best what we can. Anyway, we have to make now uh, some nachsynchronization uh, for uh, uh, one part of uh, this uh, role from main actor. Yubo, you, you are here with us as the first assistant director uh, on the project. You were on set uh, all the time. Uh, so Stanko mentioned two major challenges during the, the shooting of the film. But uh, do you have also uh, your own memories of, uh, of difficult times uh, in achieving this shooting? It, it was a it was a challenging shoot uh, to say the least. Uh, we shot for three weeks in Graz and then uh, for three weeks in Zagreb. Uh, like Stanko said uh, and Peter, those were those were two um, very um, complex uh, shoots uh, with lots of locations, lots of actors, lots of uh, smaller roles. Uh, the COVID protocols as well, which were complicated uh, too, but fortunately. You know, no one got sick and we were able to finish on time. So we didn't lose any days in the schedule, thanks to... Um, actually, there were two first assistants on this <laughs> on this production. I was the, um, let's say, the artistic first assistant. 
uh, working uh, with, with Pavel closely uh, while handling the uh, the schedule and, and the day-to-day -day was Ivan Goran Vitez, who was an excellent uh, first AD and director and writer as well. Uh, so um, it really helped to, to have that really strong uh, assistant director department. And that was one of the reasons that we were, I think, able to uh, yeah, pull everything off uh, smoothly. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, Senad, like Stanka was saying, uh, wonderful, wonderful actor, just oozes charisma on the screen. Uh, audience is here uh, in Croatia, in the region, in Bosnia. Uh, did, did love him for a, a TV role that he uh, did for, for many years um, in, in, a, in a very popular comedy series. Um, also, uh, interestingly uh, enough, um, we were shooting on the streets of, of Graz on, on several occasions, and uh, people would walk up to him every couple of minutes and ask for autographs. So he was quite the star while we were shooting in, in Graz, too. I mean, I can I can say that more people asked him for an autograph than Andreas Kindle, who was also uh, a very well-known uh, TV actor in, in Austria too. So that was that was quite cool uh, to to see how popular he is uh, with uh, people from the region living in in Austria. Um, so it was mentioned several times uh, there there are different cultures uh, in the film and different languages. Uh, the, the the Austrian culture is quite different uh, from the Croatian uh, culture, and yet it is a comedy that is supposed to be universal and speak to everyone. So, so um, how did you specifically work on that? And, and specifically to you, uh, Peter, uh, do you think when you first read the script, were there like a, a comedic situation or stuff that were not speaking to you? Did you have to uh, to talk about these adjustments so that the film would really have this universal tone? No, I think it uh, Pavel managed to get this universal tone from the right from the beginning, yeah. Uh I may have to add that Pavel is actually an expat in Austria, yeah. He is married to an Austrian lady. He lives partly in Vienna, he works partly in Vienna, and he understands the situation, uh, the Austrian humor as well as the Croatian uh, situation. Uh Part of the uh, original story may stem from his personal memories because uh, Pavel spent some years during the Yugoslav War in Vienna and uh, uh, supported by some relatives. Yeah, so he was able to uh, understand to study the atmosphere here. So he really he met both. Uh, how would you say both both spheres with uh, his writing and. On the other hand, it's not so different. I mean, if you go to Graz, it could be Zagreb. If you go to Zagreb, it could be Graz. Yeah, they are very similar cities. Yeah, of course, in the film, uh, some Zagreb shots stand for Graz, and uh, they have to because uh, we were not able to finance uh, seven weeks in in Graz. But uh, it really blends. Together, it it really looks like one city in the film, and uh, the humor I think is universal. It's understandable for for everybody. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't dare to say it's it's uh, universal in 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 the sense that uh, all over the world, but at least middle European uh, will be able to like the movie and to like the the uh, situation which they are presented in this film. 
So um, that would be the strategy of distribution and also premiere of the film, the festival uh, strategy maybe. Do you plan on first and foremost submitting it to, to Central Europe uh, festivals or do you have already plans for larger distributions? What are the next steps? Stanko said that the first choice or, or the first festival that, that uh, the film is going to be sent to is going to be Berlin, so the Berlinale. Um, if the film isn't accepted there, then they'll, they'll move on to uh, Tribeca, Locarno, Toronto, uh, as well as some other stronger festivals, uh, and then uh, move down from there, and then from then on through to uh, national distribution. Uh, Maybe we could also add that, uh, surprisingly, there haven't been any co-productions between Austria and Croatia. Also, they are really like neighbors and... Uh, uh the the uh I, I, I didn't I didn't know that until until we started to co-produce on on this one yeah so Austria is uh, somehow shying off uh, to extend co-productions to the east let's put it that way and I'm happy that uh, we were able to to make this happen and uh, I hope there will be more co-productions between Austria and the former Yugoslav countries and uh, maybe some other countries in the East which belong to you, to the European cultural, uh, have the same European cultural background. That's a nice conclusion. It's already time to conclude this conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, you should subscribe for more. Just look for the Co-Production Podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, Google, or any other podcast platform that has your preference. I want to thank Creative Europe for supporting Cineuropa over the years, and of course, Eurimash for backing up this podcast for the second season in a row. And uh, thank you, Stanko, Peter, Lubo, for uh, being present today. Uh, it was great to have you and to discuss this project uh, with you. It was a real pleasure, so keep collaborating. We need more of those collaborations between your two countries and keep making film for us to enjoy. Bye-bye.